That's right. This is Mouthing Off all around the world. I'm Jeff Taylor with Eddie Mansfield. Eddie, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, JT. Glad to be back with the Mouthing Off Nation once again with my partner in crime. And boy, what a show we got this week. I'll tell you what, it has been crazy. Uh, So first off, congratulations to Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. We'll discuss him a little bit more in the next segment because we're going to talk about the fact that there are six teams that are going to be hiring head coaches, the Chargers, the Commanders, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Raiders, and the Titans. But I don't know if you saw this or not, and I don't know that it's official yet, but it comes from a good source. Nick Saban is retiring from his job at the University of Alabama. Boom. You know, one thing about Malinoff, we break news. Yes, sir. And we cause news. We are news. And, you, you know, who's going to replace Nick Saban? I, uh, you know you, you know the old saying, never follow a legend. And yeah. who's got it better than us? Nobody. Nobody. Yes. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I had to think about that one for a second. I was like, why does that sound so familiar? Oh, because I heard it a hundred (laughs) times on Monday night. That's the way you answer a question. Who's got it better than us? (laughs) So let me let me break some news that I will have to say is alleged out of my own head. This has no factual ground at all whatsoever as of right now but my assumption is and i've said this as as long as nick saban has been winning championships and competing for championships at alabama the minute he leaves the sanctions will arrive so i don't know if and when they will be sanctioning alabama for all of the cheating they were potentially doing during this run it's hard in college football although nil has changed this a bit but it's hard in college football to be as dominant as that team was and granted georgia's had a pretty good run too and there are guys on that staff that will likely get a look from alabama they're already well, where SEC do you think trained. he learned it you know the coach at, at georgia where you think he learned uh, how, to, how cheat? to cheat oh from nick saban exactly the best yeah the truth the tree I mean, you the, don't win seven championships and stuff like he's done i don't believe he's gonna go we'll discuss this on the other side of this break eddie we'll be right back on mouthing off Yes, this is Mouthing Off All Over the World with Eddie Mansfield. I'm Jeff Taylor. And Eddie, we were discussing Nick Saban. And uh, once again, this isn't official yet. Just saw a post on Twitter. and uh, But it seems well, you know official. That's phony. No, yeah, I don't think well, so, I man. I, I, uh, I know you don't believe Nick Saban's going anywhere. Why don't you tell me why? Well, I don't believe because I, he's not going to go out a loser. It's like, like Bill Belichick. All these jock sniffers are trying to run these great coaches out of the game because they're not black. And I have a problem with that. And and Nick Saban is one of the greatest coaches ever in the history of college football. And and Belichick is going to go down as one of the greatest coaches ever in the NFL. He already is. And why you want to run him off, Saban had the wrong quarterback. And that quarterback is what beat him. Well, you got low snaps, but you're an athlete. You're a running athlete. 
He's not a passer. He couldn't pass to you or me 40 yards down the field. I mean, he's just not a quarterback. He shouldn't be at the uh, University of Alabama as a QB. I don't. He should uh, be at Jackson State or somewhere. I don't know how Nick Saban got himself into this situation. He must have really believed in him because you've seen over the past decade quarterbacks that were in the Alabama system that were blocked by better or actually arguably equally if not less good quarterbacks Jalen Hurts uh there are so so many so many guys that have come and gone that were once at Alabama and the same thing at Ohio State guys move around and they get into a program where they can actually start and we find out that they're great but obviously there wasn't a better option at Alabama than the kid that they threw out there and I don't necessarily blame it all on him the long Pretty snapper the, the the snapper the center also could take some blame because you're right there were lots of low snaps and he came out and said that he was hearing things which is bizarre and uh i haven't seen anything else on that but uh hopefully it's not a mental health thing it's well a, it used to be called getting your bell rung yeah and, you know you yeah and you just shake it off you know you have cobwebs in your ears and, and that's just the way it is i've had so many concussions from the pro wrestling getting hit with chairs in the head i've heard a lot of things you yeah. have no idea what i've heard but just just imagine this so we're we're doing a radio show here and right. i'm driving the ship and what if you heard in your head hey it's time to go to break right you'd be like all right we'll be right back i'm like eddie we're two and a half minutes into this segment what are you doing oh sorry i thought i heard something and you yeah, did any shots to the head Jeff. you did it six <laughs> times in one show i'd probably say eddie man we need to send you out you got to go get checked yeah. up buddy there's something wrong here but yeah they came out and said that that guy was hearing things and that's why he was snapping the ball and that doesn't really excuse the low snaps I don't know that's a funky story but anyway Nick Saban rumored to be out at Alabama and no uh, way there, I know there there I think he is going to be gone I honestly believe that he's, he's not going, going to go. a loser I'm just telling you well here's One the thing though year. Eddie if if what I'm saying is correct and I'm and I'm saying it again just my opinion I've always felt this way but if the sanctions are getting ready to hit and Alabama is not going to be able to compete for a championship for years to come maybe just, just one maybe just two that's, all the colleges are getting rid of the NCAA it's going bye-bye yeah it's a it's a it's a weird time to be a college football fan it's a I think my point was somewhat proven but not completely proven by Michigan over Washington Washington looked over match but they played really well or Michigan played underwhelming. Either way, Michigan got the job done. And uh, well, Michigan didn't have to step it up like they did against Alabama. No, I, I mean it, because it, it, when you're talking about a West Coast team against a uh, Michigan's kind of like a Southeastern champion, you know, SEC team. So when you're playing an SEC team, I don't care if it's Vanderbilt. You got to step it up. Yes, they got better than average athletes. That's, period. That's always been my knock on the the pack teams is that they don't have the same kind of talent that no, gets recruited weak. by the SEC, the Big Ten, the it's the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve have always been the redheaded stepchildren of the college Power Five, whatever you want to call them. So I've never been a believer in those guys playing against each other and proving to me that they 
are capable of competing with an SEC school. The SEC is the creme de la creme. The ACC has good enough recruiting to throw a team or two out there that are as good as the SEC teams every year. This year was a down year. FSU, we could argue, with Jordan Travis, would have definitely been able to make a run into the college playoff. They probably should have had an opportunity to do so even without him. But listen, Eddie, Nick Saban, rumored to be gone from Alabama and that will take us to our next topic which is the all of the teams who have been eliminated from the playoffs they're all looking for coaches or just six of them six of the eliminated franchises are looking for uh, new head coaches and I saw earlier that Brian Johnson is meeting with the Carolina Panthers he's the offensive coordinator for the Eagles he's what you would would be upset by because he is a he is a guy that's being interviewed because he they have to interview a guy like him. But you know what? He's going to get the interview. Oftentimes, uh, those guys don't get the job. It continues to be a thing that we have to talk about. And uh, we'll see what happens in Carolina. It can't get any worse. Ron Rivera is going to be available if they would like to have a return of Ron Rivera to the Panthers. Oh, I hope not. Carolina needs a, a really... Kind of like a Kyle Shanahan type of coach. Yeah. That well, can really. <laughs> that Shanahan coaching tree is looking very good. The thing about Brian Johnson is they that. They got to call his father to yeah. come out of retirement. I don't know, man. His the 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 kid seems to have a better coaching tree, although they were all under his father. But uh, all the young guys that he brought in are now the best coaches in the NFL. And uh, I was thinking about this earlier when I saw Brian Johnson's going to be. He's thirty one years old, so he'd be thirty two his first season in Carolina if he did get that job. And there is a trend right now. There are 10 coaches in the NFL that are under the age of 45. Kyle Shanahan, of course, being one of them. And Sean McVay, Super Bowl championship. Uh, he's 37 years old. He's the youngest. Yeah, but look at his pedigree. I know. Look, look at Shanahan's pedigree. Yeah, and, I I, mean, and, and you have to put, you have to put uh, Sean McVay in that coaching tree Absolutely. also of of uh shanahan and mike mcdaniel with the dolphins 39 years old they're going younger and these guys are having success i love mike mcdaniel he's the coolest nerd i've ever huh. seen on tv i love that guy he's so much fun to watch his his best friend is dan soder who's one of my favorite comedians so the guy's got a great sense of humor i love it when he runs away from the interviews at top speed to get away from the camera it, it makes me laugh but the uh the question is this jeff yeah who's gonna get jim arbaugh that's a good question, Eddie. I that that's one of the that that could fill one of those six uh, vacancies. I don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to want to go to a team that's in the dumps. So the Chargers, I feel like there's going to be a, a cage match between Bill Belichick huh. and uh, Jim Harbaugh over who gets that franchise because they have a quarterback who's legitimate that you can build around, and they're in the best position. As far as these teams go, the Commanders and the Falcons, good franchises that have key pieces in place. The Commanders think they have their guy in Sam Howell. The Falcons have weapons in Kyle Pitts. And they those are two teams that that people will not shy away from taking those jobs. I thought you know who would be a great coach for Atlanta? Who? Grable. 
they're they're gonna there's gonna be a lot of head coach talk after the Super Bowl, even but during the playoffs probably and during the Super Bowl. But uh, it's gonna be interesting to see where these guys land because there are big names, and Nick Saban could become one of those names for all we know. Maybe he's retiring from college football and he's going to try and take over another franchise. The Titans is the one that vexes me because I think they have a good quarterback in Will Levis. I don't yeah, understand. I, I like him. I don't understand them being so adamant about moving on from Derrick Henry he's not past his prime the guy is a one-of-a-kind kind of running back he's huge he has been hurt recently but when he's healthy he's the best running back in the NFL and it seems like they're yeah, but moving you got on a GM him. up there that he's done nothing but lose since he's been at the, at the Titans and he he got rid of uh Brable where he can hire a black coach I don't. You're you're on this so hard, and I get it that they have. No, to I'm real hard because it's wrong. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Derek Henry said the same thing. Yeah. What, what idiot would fire a coach like him? I have no idea, but they are. They it's it's a done deal. The Raiders are in Vegas now, so that's obviously a, a job. Good, that's a good yeah, fit too. No, no, and they're not that bad of a team. They're actually a pretty no. good team. They've had some bad luck, especially at the wide receiver position. You know, the one kid they draft high, he he uh, got killed. Well, yeah. he he killed someone and is in jail now for uh, DUI manslaughter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and, you're right. Uh, so that's an interesting one as well. Actually, if you ask me which teams, if I'm a really good coach, which te- which jobs I don't want to take, it's the Panthers and the Titans. The Chargers, obviously a team that's built to win now with a better coach. The commanders under new ownership, people like the direction oh, they're, that they're those guys are going the in. They're, they're they, the direction seems to be in the right direction. The Falcons, a history of taking little and making a lot out of it. They've made more they're Super Bowl. They're a quarterback Bowl away from a Super Bowl. The Panthers the are a dumpster fire. And the Raiders are right on the verge. And the Titans, I just don't understand. So it's going to be interesting to see who takes these jobs. I think we're going to see another uh, young coach extravaganza come in. There, two of these teams will hire guys whose names we've known, and the rest of them will probably go with someone younger. Uh, I bet you there's somebody out of that Shanahan coaching tree that shows up in uh, at least one of those places. And it's going to be a, it's going to be fun to see who's coaching those teams and to see what they're able to do with them. But listen, Eddie, we got to take a break here. We'll be right back after this on mouthing off all over the world. We are mouthing off all over the world. I'm Jeff Taylor with Eddie Mansfield, and we discussed the coaching carousel, as they like to call it, Eddie. Now we're going to get into (laughs) what these teams that are going to be drafting high next season are going to potentially do with those picks. Why don't you tell me, uh, why don't you you give me what your thoughts are? I see them here on paper. Let me hear them. Well, well, number one, the Bears. They, They got a number one pick. And they're noted for wasting number one picks. And they should trade Justin Fields. No ifs and buts about it. And then they they could use their picks for another wide receiver and an O-line help. And, and get them a quarterback with that draft choice. 
See, I've heard this from more than just you, and I've also discussed uh, what Justin Fields is with a good offensive line, and I say he's potentially a Jalen Hurts type of guy. And yeah, but, but, but Jalen Hurts just choked. The fact of the matter is you talk to the Eagles and Eagles fans are disappointed right now and they are not disappointed in ju- uh, Jalen Hurts. They're disappointed in their defense. And there are, you know, probably mid-20s franchises that would take a guy like Jalen Hurts. They have Justin Fields. They have not given him around him the tools needed to win. I think they should draft an offensive lineman High. They haven't Maybe had I'll... a quarterback with the Chicago Bears since since Vin, uh, Jim McMahon. Vince Period. McMahon, Jim McMahon, yeah. right? Same, same McMahon. I had to think They're about it. You, you, you had to think about it too. I heard you. We both yeah, wanted to both go nuts. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about nuts with McMahon. Well, Vince is nuts and well, Jim's they, nuts. So. They fit. They fit the bill. Well, yeah. I, I disagree with you there. If I'm them, I probably I if I'm a GM, I don't take any player a skill at a skill position unless it's a definite quarterback of the future with a top 10 pick i pick meat up front i take like a offensive lineman i take a defensive lineman i take those type guys with those top picks because they're so much more valuable in the long term with for a team like a left tackle if you draft a franchise left tackle you can have success for a decade. And great left tackles are easier to find than great quarterbacks. So I... Uh, well, they, need a, they, they need a good... They need a good O-line help and they need wide receivers. Yeah, wide receivers. And they need a, and they need a quarterback. Wide receivers are the same thing. You know, if there's a difference maker, that, which actually this year there is, uh, Harrison yeah, Jr. Marvin Harrison. Yeah. He's, he's a difference maker, so if that's the direction they want to go. The problem with being the Bears, with the this is the problem with having the number one pick. And <laughs> I would be the first guy, if I were the GM, to come out and say, shut up. Right. I don't care about any of these quarterbacks. I'm pointing directly at Bryce Young, and I'm saying that, that is not going to happen to us. We're taking what makes us best, and none of these quarterbacks stick out to me, so I'm taking something else. Now, you're you're right. I think there is a quarterback in this draft that is a difference maker. That are really good. So they take – I only think there's one. So they take Knicks, and that would – I could not complain about them taking him because that's a guy you don't pass up on. No, he's he's. Let me tell you something. He was groomed for NFL. Yeah, and I mean he's he's a pocket passer, but he he sees the field. And see, talking about a, a field, Justin Fields doesn't see the field. All he wants to do is tuck and run. Yeah, and and all these running quarterbacks, Bryce Young. I was in Charlotte when they picked that that guy, and I was telling everybody, boy, you just made a big mistake. They, and and I said, you're going to bank your 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 whole franchise on this guy, and he can't even see over the center. And I'm 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 just like going, this is not going to work. I wouldn't watch some practice. I'm just telling you, he's not big enough to be an NFL quarterback. He can't see. All right. Well, he can't see over the line. We're going to try to get all through all these first of the top ten picks. The Commanders are next. 
your paperwork says who are they going to pick it's anyone's guess they don't know what they're doing (laughs) i i disagree oh they do know what they're doing they are taking an offensive lineman they're going to be taking an offensive lineman. It's been in all of the reports that, that that's what they're going to do. The commanders, they're not worried about the draft right now. They're worried about getting their next head coach and hoping that they have a franchise head coach. They, yep. think, they think they have the quarterback. They think they have the running back. They've got two receivers that are You know, are you talk enough. about Saban, Jeff. Yep. What a hell of a fit he'd be with the commanders. The problem with that is that he will want to be the GM and the coach. It's the same thing with Belichick. Belichick, that would be a great fit for Bill Belichick. He would be great in Washington because their fan base, all they do is say, oh, poor us. We're going to lose everything. When I married my wife, (laughs) I had to break her of that attitude it was the weirdest thing all of them were like oh they'll blow it in the end and i'll be i'm gonna pat myself on the back here i got married in 2012 i embraced my wife's hometown teams and since they've i've done that they've won a stanley cup (laughs) and a world series so i changed the entire attitude of the city of washington dc and it worked i'm great the Patriots are picking at number three, which is not a place they're used to picking. And they've, you're, well, it's a shock yeah. to see that. They, uh, you believe they need to make a decision on Mac Jones. I agree with you well, there. They, they, they are. They got, they, the decision's coming up this week. And by the time we're on the air next week, we'll know if Mac Jones is still there or he's gone. They, uh, are going to be picking third and with the commanders i think pretty much locked in at not taking a quarterback uh one of those two other guys that you believe in could potentially be taken at number three be it uh jj or uh michael Penix. Yeah. is that the other one i that think you're jj's gonna go where harbaugh goes you know what's funny to me eddie is that we're not even talking about right now neither one of us are even thinking about Caleb Williams. No, I, well, he's soft. He, yeah. he comes out of a soft market. Yeah, and all, I mean, but also a, crying on the crying on the the sideline with his mom when the adversity yeah. hit. I have no belief in that kid. So as far as mouthing off is concerned, and I feel like I can speak for both of us, Caleb Williams isn't on our big board. He's he's no. going he's going uh, day two. So the pa- yeah, the Patriots he's a third rounder, fourth rounder. I mean, if he's lucky, the Patriots will either be taking one of those quarterbacks or they will be the Patriots and they'll take some guy we've never heard of and he'll turn into a Hall of Famer. (laughs) The Cardinals, the Cardinals are at number four. You believe Marvin Harrison Jr. is the guy that uh, should be teamed up with Murray and And the rest will be history. Yeah, I, I disagree a little bit here because I'm not sold on Kyler Murray, especially now that he's been injured multiple times and yeah but the cardinals are if they got to roll him out in a wheelchair they're going to do that yeah because they they want to prove to themselves that they made the right choice and instead of getting rid of him a couple years ago when they could have and got something for him they hung on to him and now they're paying the price well i i I, all of a sudden he shows up now hey every now and then he shows up and shocks the world I, I, mean, I would make an I would make an argument that I could go six and six in the NFL personally at the age of forty eight if I had Marvin Harrison. I would just drop back three steps and throw the ball in his direction as high as possible, and he'd go up and get it. So the Cardinals, that's a great pick for them at number four, yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. The Chargers, which is another one. Why are they picking at number five? They've got a good running back. 
They've got well, five a good and 12, quarterback. That's why. Well, I mean, I know, I understand. That's why. But why are they five, five and twelve? Well, they, they, they had a the, the GM sucked. Yeah. The head coach sucked. Yeah. The whole coaching staff. Let me tell you something. They need a head coach to come in there and fire every one of those coaches. Bring his own guys in. Has have his own A team, and and turn the Chargers into. They got everybody. I mean, Boza. And all these other guys. I mean, when you look at look at the quarterback, he's he's one of the best series in the league. Yep. He needs they need leadership. They need a guy like a, a Harbaugh well, or a, a Belichick or my or, eyes are on the LA Chargers getting one of those two names you just mentioned. And when well, they, they do, they're gonna be a real charger then. Justin Justin Herbert, still young, still has yeah, some, he's got it. They, they, I mean, they've got they've got offensive weapons. You, you believe they need help at DB? Obviously, yeah. uh, five and twelve people are scoring on you. So, well, we'll offensive go with that. line, and, and they need a real good tight end for him. The cool thing about the offensive line, though, with a guy like Justin Herbert, is that you don't have to go out and get a number five overall offensive line pick. You can no. bring people in via free agency. You can make different decisions with a guy who's proven to be a good quarterback. They just have to have good offensive line and what they've had obviously isn't that great uh well the poor guy's running for his life yeah he, I mean, he dropped back and drops back and ducks yeah. and it's like you know you also have tight end on here if so if they take a tight end with the number five pick i'm driving directly to la to tell them that that was a mistake yeah they don't need to do that i mean you know uh they they need an o-line help block for the guy and let him drop back and throw the ball 60 yards down the field that's what he can do yeah, and it's so I I wonder if the Chargers are actually going to pick at number 5. They could roll that number 5 pick into let's just say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They potentially could take one of those quarterbacks and they have Baker who I think that they're going to stick with for at least one more season. He got them where they wanted to go. So do they stick with Baker, but they take someone to sit behind him, a la Aaron Rodgers, a la Brett Favre, and huh. uh, or I'm sorry, Jordan Love, and learn a couple of years, and then hand the job over to him, and we'll see what happens. But the L.A. Chargers are picking at number five. They obviously don't need a quarterback. Everybody needs a, a wide receiver and a running back at some point. So we'll see where they are. Hey, Eddie, we got to hit a break here. We'll be right back after this on Mouthing Off All Over the World. Doctor. We are mouthing off all over the world with Eddie Mansfield and Jeff Taylor, and we got through the first half of that uh, top 10, Eddie. Let's see where we go from here. Number six is the Giants. You think they're definitely going to get a quarterback? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I, whether in the draft or by free agency. You don't think they that— They have no quarterback. Name their quarterback. Tommy DeVito. <laughs> Do you don't oh, think please. that you don't uh, think I mean, that, that guy's agent's gonna take the GM in the back and go, hey, hey listen here, guy. Uh, you're gonna make yeah. me an offer. I'm gonna break yeah. your kneecaps and uh and he's gonna, yeah, he, you know, Marv's gonna tell him, Hey, keep your pizza and keep moving. <laughs> and it's like uh they need a the Giants need a Eli Manning 
Yeah. And well, um, those only come once in a blue moon. They may yeah. have to wait another season or two to get a Manning. But Do you uh, realize he won two Super Bowls without an all pro wide receiver? Yeah, the guy's a he's he's legendary for being two and zero against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He doesn't have the resume that they have as far as championships go, but when he got there, he got it done. He got it. There were some miracles, granted. I mean, a guy literally caught a ball with his helmet. But yeah, he uh, did good. <laughs> Eli Eli was there, didn't lose those games, and uh he got the rings and uh the, That's the Giants, all that matter, brother. If I if I'm them, I also am looking at quarterback, but at number six you have to take what's best available. And uh, we'll see where that happens. And you said also in free agency they could find a quarterback. That's true, but yeah. I don't know if you're getting anybody that's more uh, proven to be what they need. I like... Now, here's a, here'd be a good trade. Okay. Take, take the, the Giants number six, right? Yep. In the first round. And, and the Bears got two first-round picks already. Yep. Okay, you take, you take a number six... And trade a, uh, a Justin Fields and get somebody else to go along with the Giants number six plus a player. Well, they could right? probably flip that number six for Justin Fields and their later pick in the first round. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I would get that number six in the first round from the Giants from the uh, with the Bears. Then the Bears can load up with what they really need. Titans. Yeah. Let me say they have to find impact players. Derrick Henry is going in the free agency. If they lose him, they got a real big problem from the fan base all the way down. Yeah, I, he seems to be gone. So they have a real big problem from the fan base. Well, when the coach, the it, when when the guy he loves, he loved the coach. Yeah, and they fired the coach he loved. So he doesn't love the GM. He doesn't love him at all. No. Because he said right out of his mouth, he said, what idiot would fire that coach? I don't know. The The Titans are an interesting thing. Let me let me uh, throw another scenario out to you. The Titans theoretically could pick a quarterback here at number seven, move on from Tannehill. And well, you got Levitz. He's, 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 he, that guy is a top tier quarterback for the NFL. I know. I wasn't done yet. You get rid of Tannehill, and you bring in a guy who can sit behind Levis. Then you've got some insurance just in case he doesn't pan out. And if he does pan out, then you can flip that guy uh, for a draft pick in the future because I just don't know at number seven. If I would take an Alabama running back, to be perfectly honest with you, at number seven, I don't care what the name on the back of the jersey is. Seems to work every year. They'll probably yeah. be available at seven. Just take whatever Our I, Georgia, running back one. coming out of Alabama. Just take him. You'll be good to go. The Titans are an anomaly. I I don't even want to discuss what the Titans should do in the draft. They need to prove to me that I should care. And uh, then I'll then yeah, we'll they got to get a them. coach now first and. Look Look at the Atlanta Falcons. It's like we said earlier. They're a quarterback away. Yes. From being a real dynamite team. And, you know, that would be a great place for Grable to coach there or the uh, commanders or the Raiders and go trade and get a Levitz from Tennessee. 
See what I mean? You think the Falcons he, need a kid though? Because I feel like they're they're moving into. Uh, well, they've tried everything else. Matt Ryan killed them. Matty Ice. Matty Ice was right because he was on ice all the time. Yeah. I mean, uh, every time. I mean, he choked in the Super Bowl. And um, oh God, I mean, when I look at <laughs> Matt Ryan, and not only did he choke in the Falcons, he choked with the Colts. I mean, he he he's a coach killer. He was I mean, he 50 got when he got traded to the Colts. He took the Falcons to a Super Bowl. They were yeah, and winning. He got the Colts. He got Frank Wright. He got Frank Wright fired. <laughs> Frank Wright's the only only coach that's been fired in the history of the NFL in 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 two years. He, he's got fired twice in two <laughs> years from two separate teams. That has never happened. Only a Buffalo Bill ex player would have that kind of deal. The Bears uh, have their second of the first, the top 10. And, yeah, could uh, you imagine if they had number one, six, and nine in the first round? I don't think there's any way they get all three. I don't think that, that the Giants trade number six straight up for, for Justin Fields. I think that they would have to give up this number nine pick in that trade. But uh, at this point, the Bears are picking a wide receiver. They need it bad because some the if you draft a quarterback number one overall, he's got to have someone to throw to, and they could pick up a, a wide receiver here. I'm interested to see. I kind of got to let the uh, the wind die down a little bit and, and go through. I'm not in draft mode exactly yet. See who makes the most sense at number nine as far as. Uh, yeah, where you don't feel go. like you wasted the pick, you know, and, and that the guy's going to bring something to the party. And, you, you know, you go and look at a, a Georgia, an Ole Miss, or a, a Alabama, uh, even a Texas. Yeah. I mean, you look at those programs, and they all have great wide receivers. Listen, Eddie, and, don't, you think, don't you think that when it comes to top 10 picks, the only way that you can screw up is if you take a quarterback? Most of the big name busts in the top 10 in the past have all been quarterbacks, right? Those yeah, are the only have. guys that you think of. Right. So that's that's my thing. That's why I don't want to take a quarterback with the number one overall pick. I want to, I want to get somebody who is a bit like a, the head cornerstone of a franchise and that's just hard to find in a quarterback. I mean, you look at you look at a lot of the great quarterbacks, they weren't number one overall picks. Now granted, Quite a few number one overall pick quarterbacks have done well in the NFL, but those are guys that are that are no brainers. And sometimes you have a draft where there are three guys that come out of the same draft and they all win Super Bowls, but that's a uh, few and far between. The Jets, 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 Jets. Oh boy, the Jets. Well, they, they're going to have an interesting year because everybody's going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, 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 if I'm the if I'm the Jets, I take a best available. They're going to have a completely different team next year with Aaron Rodgers under center, unless God forbid something happens again. But they need uh, an offensive tackle and a wide receiver for for him to throw to. Yes, and uh, if they can get a, uh, you know, there's some good wide receivers out there, and 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 especially out of the SEC and in Texas. Yeah, I mean. You know, you you look at uh, Lane Kiffin down in Ole Miss. I mean, he he has a lot of good wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, because he he throws the ball, and um, and he's a he's a great coach. All yeah, right, give you 
We're running out of time here, Eddie. Say what they want. We're running out of time here. We got to talk playoffs. The Packers and the Cowboys, big question mark. Uh, The Dak Prescott question of the century is, is he going to win a big game? And I got an answer for you here. Yes, the Cowboys (laughs) are going to beat the Green Bay Packers. I don't think the Packers are, are there yet. I don't know that Jordan Love is the kind of guy that could come in and beat the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm going to go with Dak getting past the Cowboys and I don't consider that a big game. So the second round of the playoffs will be the test for him. Saturday's games are the Browns and the Texans, the Texans, the Texans. You got to give, Hey, you know, you, you mentioned earlier with with Tampa Bay, who's their quarterback, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield made it cool to play in Cleveland again. Yes. When he was a quarterback. Yeah. He made it cool to be a Browns fan. Yeah. Then they got rid of him and brought in that 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 rapist. What's his name? No, uh, no, no, no. The, he, the, the Sean. Um, he wasn't. He uh, wasn't found guilty Watson. of raping anybody. He was just a little touchy feely at the massage parlors. Well, twenty six times he's was was. Uh, yeah, but he's been charged twenty six times. I mean, if it's one or two, it'd be okay. But twenty six different women. Okay, no you could problem. indict a ham sandwich, Eddie. He wasn't found guilty of anything. He's playing in the NFL. Well, he got. He that got, doesn't he make him any off. better. Doesn't make him any better. But let me tell you what. He's not going to be he the got quarterback. A whole bunch on Money from doing nothing. He's, he's not going to be. A qu- I know he's not going to be the quarterback <laughs> on Saturday. Joe Flacco is, and yeah. Joe Flacco is unfortunately, I believe, going to have his run ended by the surprise no. Houston Texans. I'm telling you, the Browns got Amari Cooper coming back. Yep, and I'm telling you, Flacco is going to light them up. We'll see. I, 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 I word. 300 yards and I'm in every Texan game. Fan. I love Houston. I spent, I spent most of my life in the in the great state of Texas. And I'm, I'm a, I love the Texans. They got a good team, but I don't like the quarterback. All right. So listen, the Dolphins-Chiefs, that's going to be a fun game Boom. to watch. The Dolphins needed to beat the Bills to not have to go and play. And I think it was 14-degree weather in Kansas City on Saturday. That's going to right. be a tough game for the Dolphins, but it's going to be a fun game to watch. Steelers-Bills, I'm going Bills all the way on that one. What about you? Well, it's hard to bet against the Bills. Yeah, um, they're hot right yeah, now. I mean, you, you, they, they got a, a really strong team, and and only way that they lose is if they beat themselves. That's R- it. Rams-Lions, the Lions, the talk I'm of the, Lions, the playoffs. Man. I'm, I'm, I'm in, the Lions, too. I love Campbell as a coach. Yep, Dan he's Campbell, one of, my favorite one of the under 45s. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, no, he's 47, so he's on the older end of the coaching spectrum. Yeah, but he can coach. And Eagles, Buccaneers, you already, you already talked Baker Mayfield. Uh, the Eagles are a team that can be beaten going into these playoffs. Do you think the and Bucks Tampa can be Bay's the guys to do it? Tampa upset the Eagles you think in so? Tampa. Oh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm worried about that one. I think that uh, the Eagles can overcome the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then uh, be beaten next week but we'll have to but see it can't be a field goal no nope. it can't be a field goal game like they won the last one hey Eddie, they gotta be able to score some points quickly we got to go to this uh hard decision again for you this week <laughs> who's it gonna be my jabroni of the week is pretty pretty easy it's a general manager ran crafton of the tennessee titans because he made a black play instead of a, a good, great play to get a black coach in the Tennessee. And and I look at the owner. 
Her name is Adams something. That's Bud Adams' daughter. Well, you know what an Adams family did to Houston? They moved the Oilers from Houston to Tennessee and screwed the fans. Now they screwed the fans and, and with the Titans by getting rid of one of the great coaches in the NFL. But there's somebody else that's going to take that guy, and they're going to say thank you for being so stupid, you general manager. But let me tell you something. Ever since that guy has become general manager, they've done nothing but lose. With, so with tell you teams that shouldn't have lost. Absolutely, but he's making the decisions. All right, the Eddie. The crap runs downhill, and they blame the coach. And 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 you know, I, I I'm sick of sick of all this this black wokeness. Hire the best guy, period. So in other words, Grable should have never been fired because he's the best coach for the job. All right, we'll, period. Be, we'll be right back after this on mouthing off all over the world. All right, Eddie, we went through all of the draft picks in the top 10 coaches that uh, will or won't be hired and just college football. It's it's sad to see football season ending. College is gone now. We've got a few more weeks of the NFL. Right. And then we hit the time when we'll have to talk about the NBA. And you told me that we could talk a little bit of NHL, but the I'd NHL talk fans, NHL than NBA. NHL fans are funny though, Eddie, because they'll complain that you never talk about the NHL, <laughs> and then when you start talking about the NHL, they'll bitch that you talk about the NHL too much. So, right, exactly. welcome, welcome to the hell of being an NHL fan. But we can talk the NHL; it'll be fun. It's been a it's been a weird season for me being a Washington Capitals fan. We have the best scorer of all time, which will be proven out in the next couple of years. But uh, the team just isn't right. So, hoping some changes get made there. And I'll be happy to talk about the NHL. Uh, hey, but guess what? What? You know what's going to happen this weekend? The Browns are going to beat the Texans. And Joe Flacco and Amari Cooper are going to shine like the big Lone Star flag, baby. Does Joe Flacco and get into the Hall of Fame if he wins a Super Bowl with the Browns? God, if he don't, boy. I know. <laughs> they should give him they should put him in the in the Hall of Fame for just winning I, one with the Browns. I just can't I can't understand how there's a discussion coming out of my mouth right now about Joe Flacco being in the Hall of Fame, but I feel a fool if I didn't discuss it because if he wins a if he wins two Super Bowls, right? Two no one Super Bowl. Yeah, with, with the, two different teams with the Ravens and a Super Bowl with the Browns. Uh, he's got to be talked about as a as a future Hall of Famer. And man, you know what's really odd? The Ravens used to be the Browns. Yeah, yeah. He uh, that's <laughs> I, what a, what a, what an odd thing to see him in uh, in Browns colors after you know he's synonymous with the. Baltimore Ravens but he someone they gave him a job and he said hey man I, you're paying my bills so I'm well, gonna he's done a great job for him yeah yeah it's it's been a fun thing to watch but Eddie we got to go for this week thanks for listening to mouthing off so long everybody <laughs> <laughs>